Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast with yours truly. Today, I'm going to riff a little bit on what needs to be activated. Don't you love that word? That's literally like, oof, that word gets me all fired up. You know, I used to be a psychotherapist. So I really understand the inner game, the psychology, the, the, the emotional part of it and the energetic part of it. And I've been a business coach for 15 years. And I understand the marketing and the selling and the copywriting and, you know, the building things. So I, what I know about my work is what I do is I basically, I help people get their soul's work out in the world. And what I really do is I activate that. And it's not like, it's not like one, you know, if you just listen to me, I have this like fairy wand where I'm like waving it around, you know, it's not like, boom, you're suddenly activated. What I have discovered is there's really like five places in a business that you need to just get. And it's not, I I don't know anybody that had, well, I'm sorry. I don't think it's possible. I'm sure people offer this, but I don't think it's possible to have, okay, month one, we're going to work on this. And month two, we're going to work on that. And month three. What I know is that they circle in on each other, right? So you land your messaging and positioning and then you're like, crap, but now what am I offering? And then you get your offer correct. And it's like, crap, who am I being? I can't charge that much. Like, so, so literally they're like, they're like circular. And so I'm going to talk about the places today where we are going to sh- just, just tell you how to get activated. Right. And sometimes I will say, you know, with each new iteration of your business, you don't have to start all, all the way over, but it's like, it's like revisiting again and again. So it's kind of like, these are the foundational pieces and you might tweak one and see what happens. So like, great, it's like a big science experiment. So play with the variables. All right, the first place that if I get my hands on you, we're going to activate is your messaging and positioning. And when I think of those words, basically it's like, who are you thought of in the industry and how are you talking about what you do? Now I got to tell you, I secretly think this is the hardest one, particularly, particularly if you are like me and sell kind of work that's transformative in nature. You know, I used to say, why can't I just sell copywriting? That's so much easier. Or that's my fantasy. I don't know. Maybe the copywriters would not agree with me. But if you sell work that's like healing, energetic, it's not quite as much of a commodity or quite as tangible, very often it's hard. Even if you sell something like coaching or massage or therapy or even web design, we'll go to the more concrete ones. How are you talking about it in a way that's different? 
What are you saying? What are you doing that is like, oh, I get up. You got to go hire her. Oh my gosh. I get how she's different. And I think I'll just do a whole separate podcast just on messaging and how to distinguish that because it is such, it's a lot of the work I do. So that's the first place. So I'm going to ask you this. What are you known for in the industry? What are you known for? And why should somebody hire you, right? So there's the, there's the who you are, who, who you're known for, and then how you speak about it. There's like, that's like a two-part thing that they're tied together. So one of the things I always say is if there were a hundred of you in your competition in the room, why would someone hire you? And hint, hint, it's probably not what you think it is, right? And again, I'll do a whole other podcast on this. So look, look for another podcast on just messaging and positioning, just because I want to get you some teaching here. Very often we get really stuck on either titles or credentials, processes. I used to, I used to do marketing for a, a man that sold product to acupuncturists. So, so we were in the marketing, marketing for acupuncturists and whew, the industry jargon. Oh goodness. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you can't say that. You know, like you can have it on your website, but but what would happen is, and what does happen, especially with therapists and people that have kind of industry-specific lexicon or words they're using, if you say that, it's it can literally fall on deaf ears because people are like I don't I I don't understand what that is, and so so there's the purity of messaging. Obviously, people have to know what you do, but the who you are is bringing your personality to it, bringing bringing you know your vibe, what you're going to get when they work with you. And so one of the questions I ask is if there's a hundred of you and your competitors in the room, why should they hire you? And if you go, well, cause they have 15 years experience. Okay. That's cool. I care about my clients. That would be, and I should hope so. I get great results. Uh-huh, I should hope so. What the fuck is different? <laughs> and in terms of my positioning, my sassy mouth might be making me different and that could repel people. I understand that, you know, good messaging often repels people as, as well as attracts people. Right. So that's one piece of it is like, not only are you known for your expertise, but I feel like it's how you deliver the expertise, right? Who, who do you show up as in the marketplace. Like for me, I'm very uh, transparent, very vulnerable, very real. Like I'm just the same. If you meet me in a business thing as if you were hanging out, having a glass of wine with me, there, there is no difference. And that's just my vibe, right? So you want to look at what am I known for? Like what, what, what do people always say? Like, oh, well, they're absolutely going to do that. Like, so it's beyond just the, just the, I'm a title, you know, we get like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a web designer. Oh, I'm a healer. Oh, I'm a, eh. Yes. You do those things for people, but, but, but what is your slice? Like I literally, just this weekend, I just literally was like, I'm a soul work activator. Okay. What the hell's that? <laughs> like, don't y'all know that? Come on. Now I could say I'm a business coach and we all would yawn. And if there was 99 people in the room, we all would yawn because all 99 of us are going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But if I say, if you are a mission-driven person who absolutely understands that you have, your business is like your soul work, I help you activate that. I help you get that out in the world. Do you hear the difference with that? So again, I haven't landed the messaging. It comes and goes because every iteration of ourselves 
it's a new message. It's refining and refining. And it's not like a tattoo where it's one and done. Trust me. It's always refining and constantly changing. I literally think this is the slippier, slipperiest, hardest one to nail. But that's the first one. It's like, how are you talking about it? And how are you known in the industry? Wait, you're not known? Wait, people don't see your personality? Oh, gang. Well, then come back. Okay, there will be another podcast, I guarantee you. I don't know what I'll call it, either messaging or putting your personality in your marketing, something like that. But look for another training I'm going to do. Okay, the second piece is, what are you offering? Lately, it's very strange. I'm having so many people come to me and they literally will say, I'm not aligned with my offer. And that sounds really weird because a lot of us, we go, okay, I need to make $5,000. So I'll create a program that's this, or I want to have six people. And I think I could sell it for this, or my revenue goal for the quarter is this. So I'll need 10 people at $4,000. That's not an offer. Those are numbers. That's calculations. And obviously you need that. I'm not saying to dismiss that. The offer is, what are you offering? And, and if you say, I'm offering six weeks of group coaching, eh, <laughs> I'm going to throw you off the stage. People aren't buying. I mean, obviously they're buying the six weeks of group coaching, but what specifically are they buying? And so there's a lot of people that are probably great at this. So this, again, this might not be a place that you even need. But when people come to me and say, I'm not aligned with my offer, what that means is either, let me back up. I'm going to talk in a minute about this concept of being embodied. Like for me, I'll sit and I'll, maybe I'll have a, a, a call with a friend or my, my mentor and, and they'll suggest something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. But until I can have it literally drop into my body and just go, oh, got it. Until I'm a full full body yes, or some people would say, hell yes. It's just as a floaty thing that lives out here. And I can't, I can't really start to write about it. I can't really start to sell it because it could waffle, right? So when people lately have been saying, I'm not aligned with my offer, what that means is I don't exactly know what I'm selling. I mean, I know the, the features, I know the, the price and I know the, the form of the delivery, but I, I, I can't really, I, I want you, when you talk about your offer, I want you to be a freaking like evangelist, not in a negative, you know, proselytizing sort of way, but like so proud of it. Like, like sometimes, like imagine if you could talk about it and you're so freaking passionate. People are like, whoa, whatever you're selling, I'll take because you're so flipping passionate. That's what I want for you. And so when people come to me and say, I'm not aligned with their, my offer, either they don't understand the results that they're getting for their clients. They don't understand how they're getting the results. What? Ding, ding, ding. Especially if you're in a service-based industry, you have a process. There's something you're doing. You're taking people from point A to point B. There is a journey. And when newer, you know, newer business owners start to say this, they say, oh, well, I, I want to have this. I'm like, okay, what's, what is the result they are going to get in the end of working with you? Have you thought that through? Oh, they're going to make more money. Okay, well, how? Or they're going to lose weight. Okay, how? They're going to have a better relationship. How? Then you have to go back into your toolbox, basically. And very often, sometimes we are our poster children clients, right? Very often it's like, well, what did I do to overcome it? Or what would I have needed at that time, right? So, so you're either not aligned with what you're selling, you're not aligned and not understanding how you're offering it. What's the process? You're not aligned. The third one is not aligned with the price. I work a lot with people 
and they come to me and they're like, God, I, I, I'm just, I'm not happy with the pricing of it. I, it's either it should be more or I'm charging too much. And, and so that's a lot of the energetic work I do, the healing. But like, I, I say to people, sell it at a lower price because it's really weird. Like there are mentors out there that's like, no, add a zero. Blah. But here's the thing. If you can't own your value, if you aren't a hundred percent, oh, hell yes, this is, this is such a great deal. It's probably too cheap. Like I should probably raise the prices even more. I want you to be so in love with it and understanding the benefits of it and just on fire with it. It's, it is, it's not even selling because you're so fired up about it. But if you're like, I've never charged that much, but I'm supposed to because I should to own my value. If you're like that, no, 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 no. You can get there. I would rather you lower the bar a little bit, easily trip over it, have a few great sales and go, really? I now tried, I, that is so not enough. That's what I do. Create a program, run it. And then you get a little pissed off because it's just like, I don't, but I'm saying it can happen. Like you get a little pissed off. You're like, oh my God, wait, I gave so much and I only charged that. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You're out of alignment with your offer. See, a lot of these things, you have to be in alignment. You have to be in alignment with who you're being in the market, what you're saying, and you have to be in alignment with your offer. Can you make guarantees? No. People will say, actually, I was doing a selling call and somebody said, can you guarantee the results? I said, I can't. I know what I'm going to deliver. I know what I have done in the past with people, but I frankly don't know how you're going to respond to it. She happened to be a therapist who worked in a treatment center. And I said, just as when you work with your patients, you can deliver all the content, but you never know if they're going to want it badly. You never know if they're going to sabotage. You don't know if there's some hidden issues that you're not aware of. So I can't make a guarantee for how you get the work. I can guarantee the integrity of the work, right? So if you get a little bit glitchy on like, but can I really say that? Well, here's the thing with an offer. You got to make sure, and this isn't the number four point, you have to activate the right people you're working with. So many of us in the beginning, you know, what I, Thomas Leonard is a father of coaching. I, I don't know if y'all know that, but I got to be alive and actually meet, wait, I got, I was alive when Thomas Leonard was alive. I'm still alive. Sadly, Thomas Leonard died back in like, gosh, 2005, but he was a brilliant visionary. It was just, it was, it was so cool to be around him kind of in the beginning stages of coaching. And he would say, you know, after you see, see hundred people, it all makes sense. Like, and, and he was like, give it away and give it away for free if you have to, because what happens is it's like the work informs you. And so if you're newer, I'll say, just see anybody that, that, that you can just, just notice though, Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I love that. Oh, that just really drives me, cra me crazy. Oh my God, that enlivens me. Like the work will inform itself. It's, it's, it's really hard when you're brand new just to pick a niche. I, I work with this. I work with women. Oh, okay, well, that's pretty broad, but that's all right. And then eventually you're going to find, oh, I work with women who are ready to take off after their kids have gotten out of, you know, now they're empty nesters and now they want to finally serve themselves. Okay, cool. So you see me like sometimes, sometimes our niches, or when I say avatar, I mean, your ideal client, the person you write to, like, you know, if, if you have a client and it can be a client you've already had, or it might be a client that like, oh, I liked a little bit of this one and a little bit of that one. And you can just make it up and you create a program specifically to that person, that made up person or that real person. Now, what happens is sometimes we, 
we jump levels. You know, you could be working with one group and then you're like, but I really want to serve this group. And there's a little glitchy, glitchy moment in there because maybe you're in a transitional period. What happens often is I see people like going, I really want to track this like high ticket people. And yet their copy is like, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you broke and struggling and full of challenges? Who do you think that's going to attract? So what you also need to activate is that client you want. Let's call it that next level client or what I call your soul, your soul clients, right? Like you're, you're the, the ones that you just be like, oh my God, if I could have 10 of those. And then the fifth one is, and who would you have to be to attract that? That's a big question. So if you think of that one, what would you have to activate in you in order to say, oh, psh, no problem. Absolutely. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm, that is my group. Who do I have to be? Oof. Well, very often um, you have to own your value a lot more. You have to be a lot more bold. But what if you want to do, you know, let's say you're working with relationships, but you've had a couple divorces. It's very easy to let the little voice in your head go, really? But you've had divorces, like nobody's going to believe you. And what if those divorces were the perfect thing because you know had had to not get divorced. You know the pitfalls. And maybe you've learned the lesson such. Maybe, maybe God or life or universe allowed you to go through those divorces so you can say, I don't want anybody to make the mistakes I did. I don't want any woman staying in a relationship just because she thinks she has to. So maybe those divorces were literally in divine design. And so when I ask, who do you have to be to serve those next level clients? I would encourage you right now, write down all the resistance. You know that the magic is in the resistance. And what I mean by resistance is you say, well, I would need to be um, way more confident. It's like, okay, well, what's preventing you from being confident? There will be a little story. I haven't done it long enough. You know, Thomas Leonard actually <laughs> told the story. Um, he was working with one of his one of his best clients, and the client was probably a multi multi millionaire. And Thomas was coaching him and he had this moment of like, but I'm not a multimillionaire. Oh my God, I'm a fraud. I'm a, I, I, I've never made. And so I think he voiced it to the client, which is one of the things he taught is like, you know, get, give presence to what is, what is in the room basically. And the client said, Thomas, I don't need you to show me how to make money. I know how to make money. I need you to show me this, whatever they were working on. Now think about that. If your story is, well, they're making more money, do they? I mean, if they're coming to you and saying, help me learn to invest, help me learn to scale my business. Yeah, then they're coming to you to make more money. But if they're coming to you to lose weight or to get life balance or to create, create a soulmate partnership in their, in their life, doesn't matter. But notice the voices in your head because that's the data. That's the place where you get free, right? So who do you have to be? What is in the way of that? And this is where a big stretch comes. It's one thing to say, oh yeah, I'm a this, and this is how I'm, how I'm viewed in the market, and this is my offer, and this is what I want to work with. Oh, now I got to grow into that. Do you understand that? Like, like embodiment is everything. Like it's literally the next level you. It's just like, who, who do I show up as? And so here's an exercise. So let's figure out whatever your goal is. What, just pick, let's just say you want to make $200,000. 
if you already had that, what would be different? I love this question. How would you show up? Like if you walked in the room, now, so now just take a little quick moment and whatever your financial system is, maybe it's a QuickBooks or maybe it's, you know, your, your banking app. Imagine you, you look at that and you're like, and you got a big ass retirement account and got some savings and there's, there's abundance in your account, you're checking and you're maybe contributing, you, you're tithing, you're doing philanthropy. Feel that in the, for just a minute. And now walk into the room as that person who already has that. What do you notice that is different for yourself? Are you more relaxed? Are you more quietly bold? Are you more sure of yourself? Like, like here's the thing. You can create that state without having that amount of money in your account. And guess what? The more you create that state, the more likely it is that the money's going to find you. But this is where you'll hear people talk about the imposter syndrome, where it's just like, I want this, but I don't have it. And so we shrink, we collapse a little bit instead of like, hell yeah, of course, of course. Yes, that's what we practice. So we activate your positioning and messaging. We activate what you're offering and how you're offering it. We activate your avatar or your, your just soulmate client. We activate who you're being or your embodiment. And the last piece we activate implementation because there's stuff that's got to happen you know some of this stuff is like is like psychological figuring it out maybe tweaking some copy but then the truth is what the hell you're doing like how much are you getting out there how how active are you somebody said you know if you're a thought leader you got to share your thoughts (laughs) what yes if we get your messaging you gotta have some messages to talk about If you want to attract people, you need to reach out to the people. And so there's going to be one of these that you're like, ugh, I kind of suck at that one. Or, oh, that's the one that's the hardest for me. Start there. Start there. And as I said before, notice the resistance. Notice either a story or bad habits. Maybe it's just bad habits, right? Or maybe it's a skill deficit. Maybe you literally just don't know. And again, to me, the messaging piece is the most difficult. At least I think it is. And so maybe you just need to get some support around that because it's a little bit hard to do it yourself. I don't think you can see it. You can sort of see it, but I feel like that, that needs some midwifery. All right. I would love to hear from you what you are going to activate and maybe what inspired you about this podcast. I would love to hear that. And in the meantime, if you want to work with me on this or just have a conversation about what it's like, just reach out tereskelly.com forward slash let's connect we'll book a phone call and we'll see what magic can be created Alrighty, thanks for listening and it's been a delight to be with you peace and blessings bye now hey this is Teresa, and i'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the fiercely brilliant podcast you know if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place. If you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple, you just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. 
Peace and blessings. Bye.